0: Hi, I'm Nat B, and this is season four of Memoria. Flash memoir adapted into bite-sized audio stories using sound effects and music. Each episode explores a moment in time that shaped a writer's life. The following story is called, Do You Hear What I Hear? and it is written and read by Simone Bowers. You might remember Simone, one of her stories was featured in one of our earlier seasons of our podcast so Simone can you tell us about how you came to write this particular scene it's a time
1: in my life where I had a memory of something that happened and I knew I had to stay as quiet as a mouse at the time and then I didn't touch it again for that entire time until I guess it was a month ago I think when the Memoria Regret theme came up and I picked that back up again and thought if I expand on that and include other parts of my life in my childhood and bring it all together as one story something brought that back to the forefront and yeah so I just decided to write about it I heard my childhood self proudly declare, Mum, Jenny's mum said you're the talk of the town. Mum's face didn't reflect the pride I felt. That was my first lesson into the meaning of regret. I heard the jeers from the indulged rich kids in the schoolyard. It's the Housing Commission kid, ha ha ha. But I took comfort in the support of my closest friends. I heard the joy in mum's voice each pension day. Pension Day was shopping day. We would leap from the school bus and run up our driveway, my big sister, my little brother and me. It was a race as we rounded the gully trap onto the back porch and into the kitchen, breathless. Oh, how we loved Pension Day. I heard the clink of bottles on glass when darkness fell. Mum was celebrating Pension Day and her fellow celebrators would keep the noise levels up until the BYO booze ran out. Sleep would come, once my young ears adjusted to the hum of music and voices. I heard the creak as our bedroom door was opened, very slowly, and left ever so slightly ajar. The thin shaft of light revealed the shadow of a man moving towards the bed behind the door, the bed of my eight-year-old sister. I heard the groan of bed springs from across the room. With space so confined, I heard him start to whisper. I held my breath, terrified and powerless to confront the intruder in our space. I heard the hinges screech when mum wrenched the bedroom door open. I saw the fear on the face of her party guest as he ever so slowly removed the hand that was mid-stroke on my sister's blonde hair. I heard the low, guttural growl that escaped from mum's mouth. It was the sound of a wild animal protecting her young from predators. I heard nothing else. Not his footsteps as he left our sanctuary. Not my big sister's confusion. Not my heart beating wildly. Not my protective mum's words of comfort. I was deaf to it all. I heard my adult self ask if I've ever told mum that I appreciated her fierce protectiveness, or that I now understand the shame and loneliness she experienced as a 1960s deserted wife, or that I am proud of the woman she has become despite living through decades of adversity. I heard the regretful answer to my own question. I am currently working on three children's books. One has been, actually, she came into my life, she is me, um, four years ago. She's had a little bit of a rest for the last 12 months while I've worked on a couple of picture books. So I've just submitted two, the first two in the what I call the series, and there's another two in this series. And then a third one just came into my head about two weeks ago. So... Yeah, and there's another memoir I'm trying to put together too, so jumping from adult to children to preschool to a little bit of everything, which is lovely. My favourite place to write, and at the moment, and probably for the last two years, has been a little tiny shack that we have over at Phillip Island. And it's just the right place. I'm comfortable there. I, I can sit there, and six hours goes by, and I might have come up with you know half a page of notes and that's about it and some research, but I get lost in time over there. I don't really have any rituals that I do before I write. I just decide, sit down on with a laptop, and sometimes I will get myself a big pot of peppermint tea, and that's pretty much the only time I drink its peppermint and green tea mix and pour myself a big pot of that, and that will sit by my side while I tap away and research and make notes and tap away again and yeah it's just a it's just a really soothing thing i think it keeps my mind probably a bit more quiet so i can get some decent information down i have a really bad habit of not remembering any authors names adult books and the main influence for me and it's ridiculous and it's anyone that writes for kids has probably got the same person in mind and it's Enid Blyton and by all accounts she was not a nice person (laughs) but she took herself into a world where she changed millions of kids lives and that I I lived and breathed Enid Blyton books and Lucy Maud Montgomery. Um, I have Anne of Green Gables in my bedside table. I I would have to say those two are probably the most influential writers in my life apart from my pop who was a self-published poet in his late 80s um and i admired him and was so proud of his work he was incredible he was just such a storyteller and so as a writer in general in in the broad term he, Harry Bowers, is the most influential writer that has been in my life. And my mum too as a word smith herself. She's a crossword fiend and um, I think she's got a million stories in her head, but she's a big influence on me with words
0: too. Memoria was written and produced by me, Nat V. Each episode is illustrated by Peter Manning. The story segment was edited by Jen Farrow. Music in this episode is by The Blue Dot Sessions. Memoria comes to you each month. You can listen to our previous episodes or see a schedule of our upcoming episodes on memoriapodcast.com. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or any good podcasting platform. We also have a Patreon page. For as little as one dollar a month you can help support our work. So please go to our website, memoriapodcast.com, to make a one-off donation or visit our Patreon page. And if you love the show, please leave us a review. Each like or rating is important to us and helps us spread the word. Until next time.